Rough Greens is our sponsor. Pat, do you feed that little rat thing that you have? Our precious little morky dog? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, morky. They're so cute. Yes. And uh, she loves it? She loves it. So a bag must last her for like maybe by one per lifetime? Yeah, seven years, Uh, I think. So Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. She's so cute. And uh, just not your dog, (laughs) but... uh, and you've seen a difference because I saw one in Uno. Do you see a difference? Oh yeah, she's feeding rough greens, friskier like she when she was a puppy, and plus she just won't eat her it's crazy food without without rough greens sprinkled on top of. It. I know. She's like, All right, uh, it's where's the really rest? amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Get your first bag of Rough Greens free just to try out with your dog. Uh, you just pay for the shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Uh, call them now at 833-GLENN-33. It is Friday, and I have some good news for you coming up in just a second. Stand by. Uh, First, our sponsor is Relief Factor. Haven lives in Texas, and she takes Relief Factor for her shoulder and lower back pain. When her husband started having pain in his back and his hip, she convinced him, just try it. Like me, her husband, you know, was like, it's not going to work. He kept telling her that it wasn't working day after day. He would take it. But just to make her happy, boy, have I been there, brother, on this. But day after day, he'd claim there was no difference until the day he ran out, and that's when he found out, holy cow, this is working. When he realized the pain hadn't, it just had been just slowly fading over a month, he hadn't been paying close enough attention to it. He just thought, maybe I'm just getting a little better. Came back, it came back after he started taking it. He started taking Relief Factor again. He said, Relief Factor just works. Three week quick start. Just try it for three weeks. See if you are exactly the same uh, as Haven and her husband. Now, in get your life back. It's relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800, the number four, relief. Get started, 1995. Three week quick start, relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. So, Pat, I have some uh, I have some good news. I have some good news, um, you know, Mm. and some bad news. First of all, I think, you know, Canada is so lost Mm. in their way. We we are trying to get a guy on from prison in Canada who was um, was sentenced to prison. I think two years in prison because he told his daughter, you're 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 not a boy. You're not a boy. And you should not take all these hormones. Please don't do this. And the uh, courts in British Columbia sentenced him uh, to two years in prison for not affirming her gender. 
Isn't that crazy? Oh, it's unbelievable. Two years. Unbelievable. So we, we mm. tried to get a hold of him, and he has a gag order. And he can't talk to us because mm. I, I guess if he talks to us, you know, he can lengthen his sentence because he's not mm. supposed to talk to anybody. This is so insane. This is gulag stuff. Yeah. You also have uh, so many people. I can't remember. It's I don't want to even quote a number because I, I can't remember for sure. But there's a lot of people that were killed up in Canada this year with euthanasia because of depression. They just didn't feel it was worth living. And so the doctor said, well, you can I can help you kill yourself. And they did. Mm-hmm. And they did. Yeah, it's teenagers. I mean, yeah, it's something like uh, I they killed a lot of people. Um, uh, it was the assisted murder that's legal of course suicide yeah uh yeah yeah and it seems like the number is i don't know yeah like you i don't remember the exact number but i i'm pretty sure the number of those who were not uh who didn't have something life-threatening was 128 that didn't have to die that did not that were not terminally ill so they'll they'll put you down like you're a dog uh even if you are not terminally ill in Canada, it's, it's really something. Well, I resent that comment about dogs, about but like let me a stay dog. in Canada yeah. for just a second. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's some good news out of Canada. In Canada, it is getting dangerous to speak out against the government. I mean, I can't believe mm-hmm. I'm saying these things, but it's getting different. It is getting difficult to speak out. Let me show you a video. If you happen to be watching, I'll describe it. Uh, if you're not watching Blaze TV or on Pluto, but here is the video of Canadians marching in the streets in Ottawa. There are thousands now marching in the streets, and they're protesting gender ideology in the schools. They're chanting, No more silence, leave our kids alone. Mm. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. We uh, we have had such a good job done on us in the United States with the FBI that nobody wants to march in the streets anymore. And I think that's a problem. You know, but how do you know who you're marching with? How do you know who you're marching with? Anyway, there is also another big uh, rally that happened in Berlin. And... Um, well, this one might be, well, I think it's good news. I think it's actually good news. Um, finally, people who identify as dogs are gathering together to fight for their rights. There's a clip of hundreds of people, Germans, who identify as dogs as they gather in Berlin. This is- Now, normally I would say this is ridiculous, but remember, it's Germany. Those are German mm-hmm. shepherds. Those are <laughs> badass dogs sitting right there. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Uh, and they'll round you mm-hmm. up. They'll round you up. They'll make sure you don't get out of any, you know, I'm not a dog. You know, I don't believe you're actually a dog kind of camp that the Germans will eventually build. Um, but, uh, you know, that's uh, Some that's a growing stuff. trend now. People mm. just want to be... Um, 
uh, dogs. Now, can I ask you something? Don't we all kind of have our own kind of thing? Like, for instance, you look at Japan. What do you know about Japan? You know that for some reason, all the girls, uh, all the women dress as little schoolgirls like they're in Speed Racer or something. Uh, and uh, and that's the only way to turn a guy on, I guess, in Japan. But the guys aren't turned on because they're having sex with robots. That's all I know about Japan. And they're good at that. You know, they're good at the, you know, hey, I'm mm-hmm. a little schoolgirl. This is a little creepy. Uh, and the creepiness of robots and having sex with robots. So they got that one covered. We don't we don't. I mean, when you think of Japan, you know, you're you think of robots or you think of schoolgirl robots that you could have sex with you're like we should go to japan okay um germans we just uh, my wife and i just started this uh little mini series i don't remember what it's called but it was made by germans and it's a it's a um it's a mystery you know kind of mini series and uh it's in german and so my wife and i she said you want to watch this how about this one and I looked at it and I said, well, it's probably going to be really, really creepy because it's German. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, the Germans, that's what they do best. They just freak Mm. everybody out. They just they are good at the whole psychological. I'm going to eat you now. Uh, They have that one down, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, hey, where can I go to be eaten? Uh, Where can I go to be tortured? You immediately think Germany. Oh, Germany is, mm-hmm. you know, Germany. Sex with robots, Japan. Germany, you want to be eaten or beaten, <laughs> uh, you know, in some sadistic way. That is German. English, not so great. I mean, the only thing I could really think of is pudding made out of blood and mm-hmm. uh, bad teeth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I hate to be the last on the bandwagon, but I think it's official. England is on the decline um when that's what they're known for now america shouldn't we just own the dog thing i mean we're the one really pushing this ideology shouldn't we be known as the nation that's like yeah you can be a dog well yeah sure i think we've we've established the fact that if if you identify Mm -hmm. as whatever Mm -hmm. then you are whatever whatever right Mm-hmm. So we should embrace this. And, you know, it's a dog's life. They say it's a dog's life. What is a dog's life? I don't know. My dog just sleeps all day. My dog gets up once in a while and just looks at me like, hey, will you just rub my back and my head and my ears? Okay. <laughs> all right. Will you just, hey, 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 I want your attention. Hey, 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 I want your attention. And uh, that's all they do, that sleep, mm-hmm. and then when the doorbell rings, they go to work, you know? Yeah, they bark. Even though you're like, okay, don't, don't please don't ring the doorbell. No, no, they're coming. Oh, no, it's going to be okay. Don't ring the ding dong. <laughs> so you got, you know, you got that. But uh, other than that, it's just sleeping, being fed. It's a decent I mean, it's life. it's not that much different. It's not that much different than the life of of many people who are on the dole of the government right now. You just mm-hmm. sleep, you do what you want, and uh, they feed you. Mm-hmm. So. Sounds like our president. I don't know. Could I? <laughs> could I? <laughs> well, that would be a dog with nuclear capability. Yes. You yeah, know, a dog with the that would be a, That would be a mm-hmm. dog that you would play <laughs> with a lot because he could vaporize you and the entire planet at any time. Yes. 
and with mm-hmm. as much common sense and thought as Uno would have, you know, mm-hmm. his thought would be like, mm-hmm. and then he just step on the button and he wouldn't <laughs> know that he just vaporized the entire world. And I think that is uh, very similar to Joe Biden. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think I'm going to try the dog life. I mean, this one's really stressful, Pat, really, really stressful, you know? Yeah. First the of all, human we live life in a country str- where... Yeah. Too, too stressful. stressful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Too stressful. And, uh, you know, I, for instance, I just read a story today. After reading about the dogs that are gathering to demand their canine being rights, I read another story that Americans have to set all of their pets free. <laughs> and, you know, that we are the only country that mm. enslaves are animals and uh, um, and that the dogs would be much happier if they were free. And I would I would I'd say no, that's not true. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to a third world country where the dogs are just mangy and they'll you know dig through the garbage for anything to eat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't scream happiness to me, but I'm a people currently. I'm a people. <laughs> so. I'm going to try this on. I think I'm going to try this dog thing on. Yeah, just lay around, sleep, have no responsibility. No, but I mean, no, 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 no. That would be a lazy American. Oh. I'm I'm going to, I want to look into it this weekend and see what, you know, what to be a canine being, what does that, what is that going to require, you know? Mm -hmm. And who's going to try to step on my rights? Could I do, could I become a dog and do this show? I don't know. Would people accept me? Or are we living in such an oppressive country that a, a talk show host would be denigrated or looked down upon or said you have no credibility because I was a dog? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I thought this was America. Uh, so did you see the guy um, who believes he's a collie uh i don't think so no i I don't think i did i i unfortunately think this story might be from japan so Mm. i don't know it but he spent a lot of do we have any of the video of this sarah that's a guy in a collie suit Okay. He spends his days dressed as a collie. I don't know how much money he spent to have that collie suit made for him. But look, he walks like a dog. Yeah, he does. He's good at it. I don't know if he poops in the front yard, but he'd be welcome in San Francisco if he did. And dogs, look at dogs come up and they're like, what the hell is that? That's not a dog. This is creepy. Is that a dead dog? What have you done to the dogs? That's a zombie robot dog. What is that? They don't smell him. There's no dogs around his butt ever. They know. They yeah, know. They dogs do. know. Dude, what are you doing? You're not a dog. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell you how long I've been trying not to be a dog. You don't know what it's like. But Especially we're really, if you guys release us into the wild. We're supposed to be okay with that. We're supposed to, well, yeah, he's, you know, he's a collie. What's the problem? If he identifies as a collie and he wears the outfit, he's a collie. Leave him alone. That should be fine. 
right? Isn't that what, what we're expecting? What difference does it make to you? Yeah, none. Yeah, what oh, difference none. does it make I, to you? No, it's perfectly okay, acceptable. I want to really explore. I, let me break for a commercial uh, break. I want mm-hmm. to really explore. What difference does it make to you? Okay. If right. they just want to be a collie. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. We'll do that coming up in uh, just a second. Also, Darren Beatty is with us. Talk a little bit about Ray Epps. Uh, wow. They've proved the, the conspiracy theorists wrong, haven't they? Because he was charged with a misdemeanor. And uh, wow, they're throwing the book at him. Yeah, we'll get to uh, get to that here in just a second. Cultural divide in America is widening along moral lines. And if you have feet planted on both sides, ah, time of choosing is here. Time of choosing. And the lowest way to get into the fight is, I mean, this is really easy. You pick up the phone today and you call 878-PATRIOT and you switch to Patriot Mobile. You get away from these big companies who are destroying our way of life, who are funding things like Planned Parenthood. By the way, I don't know if you know all about Planned Parenthood. In a couple of weeks, I had Liz Wheeler on uh, to uh, tape a podcast yesterday before the DeSantis podcast. Uh, she has done incredible work. She's written a new book. It's coming out. And uh, I, I got to tell you, it, it is it's crazy what she found out about Planned Parenthood that you just don't know. But anyway, phone companies like Verizon, they're just funding them. Hey, have at it. No, none of my money. I'm not paying you and I'm not helping you stay in business if you're supporting this kind of craziness. No. So switch to Patriot Mobile. You'll get the same great service because they're on the same cell towers. You're going to get the same coverage that you want. You can keep your phone, get a new phone upgrade. You can keep your number, all of that. They'll make it really easy and free activation today. Use the offer code Beck. This is the easy way to join in. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, Pat, do we have a any reason to say, no, that's not a dog. That's a, that's a human. And I won't recognize that. What, why? Uh, how does this affect you? How does this affect you? The general mental health of our society, I, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. I think in that way, we're sort of affected by it. Um, if this... Mental illness spreads throughout the um, society, it's, and a bunch of people think they're dogs instead of humans. Yeah, I could see where that might become a problem. Now, does that transfer to deer? Yes. You think you're a yes. deer? Yes. Does that transfer uh-huh. to, I'm a guy, I think I'm a woman? It kind of does. Yeah, it does. So you're just bigoted against all of this. Yes, okay, identifying. I just want to make sure I understand. The whole identifying so, thing is, uh, yeah, I think, an yeah. issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't have a problem who said, you know, I pretend to be a deer. I pretend to be a dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I, I think that's weird, but maybe I, I don't know what you're doing. Um, you know, if it gets into some sexual thing, then, you know, I kind probably would be like, Okay, dude, um, I don't ever want to talk to you again. <laughs> right. And stay away from my children. Uh-huh. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh huh. But 
you know, if you if you want to pretend you're something occasionally that's fine okay i guess yeah keep it to yourself um, i don't need to know about it frankly <laughs> i don't need to know about it. yeah um however um when you get into a society that is not taking any scientific fact mm-hmm. they are just mm-hmm. changing all of the realities and it's not based in science then you have mass delusion yeah. and you'll never be able to go to the moon you'll never be able to buy uh, build a car you'll never be able to do anything because you'll start to believe in witchcraft you'll believe in anything mm-hmm. you will become uh everything hansel and gretel were trying to avoid in the forest did you see uh dr miriam grossman testifying about this very subject really it was about no. people identifying and and thus being you know thinking you're a woman so you are a woman and how unscientific that is and how ridiculous no, it? it is yeah it's about five minutes i don't know if we have uh, we, we could play some of it here uh, play some of you it wanted. now yeah play some um but uh it's it's miriam grossman do we have that sir yeah we do yeah okay. and a committee here hearing. Go ahead. Yeah. You. my name is miriam grossman I am a board-certified child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist, author, and senior fellow at Do No Harm. Mm. I have been taking care of patients for 45 years. I'm going to use my time to respond to Dr. McNamara. First, I'm struck by her use of the phrase, sex assigned at birth. Thank you. Sex is not assigned at birth. Sex is established at conception, Mm -hmm. and it's recognized Mm -hmm. at birth, if not earlier. Dr. McNamara claims that her views are science-based, but to claim that sex is assigned at birth is without any scientific basis whatsoever. Its language misleads people, especially children, into Mm -hmm. thinking that male and female are arbitrary designations and can change. That is simply not true. Okay. I mean, that's good. If stuff. you start to believe those things, you, you won't be able to function in society because right. what's real, what's not, what's true, what's not. And these used to be the people that accused the Glenn us back program of being American deniers. financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, inflation is absolutely destroying our spending power right now, and the Fed is destroying the rest of it by jacking up interest rates because they're spending too much. Money is becoming less and less valuable all the time, and it's forcing to change the way we handle our finances. And I don't know about you. Have you had to change your finances? Are you behind? Have you used your credit card just to stay afloat? Please, this is not easy, and it's not right for everybody, but give American Financing a call today and see if you can just let them look over your finances and see if there's some areas that they they, they could help you improve. All the people who have called uh, this year from this audience, the average person is saving $700 every single month. Please consider this. Call now, American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Give them a call today. AmericanFinancing.net.
Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Hey, oh, thank good the New York Times have been vindicated about Ray Epps. You know, see, the government is going after him because, you know, he apparently was a threat. And uh, wow, they, he could spend hours in jail. And uh, (laughs) that'll teach him. And uh, so he's definitely not somebody that was involved in any way with the government. Now, Darren Beatty, uh, Beatty has been following this. He's the founder and editor of Revolver News. He's been on the program many, many times, holds a Ph.D. political science, taught political theory at Duke University. Um, he, he got involved in all of you know the news and trying to find the truth uh, just a few years ago. I uh, couldn't take it anymore. And he does some incredible work at Revolver News. If you haven't been to revolver.news, uh, you need to. Um, he joins us now uh, to tell me what he thinks about the the Ray Epps charge. Wow, they nailed him, didn't they? Absolutely. You know, there are a number of things to say about this. One is just how obviously desperate and bungling this is as a cover up attempt, as a last gasp effort to salvage the absolutely crumbling narrative surrounding Ray Epps specifically in the Fed direction generally. So just a couple of things about this indictment, which is a misdemeanor guilty plea deal for a single offense, which is disorderly conduct and restricted grounds. So there are two things mm. to say about this initially. One is just how weak the charge is. And to get a sense of how weak it is, you need to compare it to charges other defendants face for far less egregious behavior. In just about every case, anyone who did remotely what Epps did, leave aside the Epps telling people to go into Capitol in advance, just his movements in the restricted zones, um, that would have come with an obstruction of an official proceeding charge, which is a felony. And there are a number of other charges which the DOJ could easily have given Epps if they wanted from very early on ranging all the way up to conspiracy, which is some of the more serious charges. It's worth noting that Enrique Tarrio, some of these Proud Boys sentencing, which is really just the perfect contrast with Epps' misdemeanor, Enrique Tarrio, who got the most severe sentence in all of January 6th, 22-year sentence, he wasn't at the Capitol. He wasn't even at D.C. He wasn't in D.C. for that day. And yet... He got uh, convicted of seditious conspiracy. So the people saying, oh, Epps didn't go into the Capitol. That's why. No, it has nothing to do with not going into the Capitol. The biggest sentencings were for people who didn't go into the Capitol, one of whom wasn't even in D.C. And those were the conspiracy charges. And the great irony is, even though I would say, after having read the charging documents, the evidence is very flimsy against Tario and others for those serious charges, Ray Epps is the only one of them who has actually acknowledged his role in a conspiracy with the literal text message to his nephew saying, I orchestrated it. So everybody's being charged with conspiracy except for the guy who explicitly acknowledged his role in orchestrating (laughs) it. 
And justifiably so, because the, the video evidence is astonishing. And people can go to revolver.news now. The very top piece has some very rare footage. You know, there's the stuff that everyone has seen, but there's some rare stuff that really contextualizes the focus, the term, determination, and the extent to which he was just on this mission to get people in the Capitol. There's amazing things from the evening before. We've all seen that we need to go into the Capitol, but he was going from group to group. Anytime a group was talking about anything other than the Capitol, he was there to redirect them to the point that in one instance he stated, our enemy is the Capitol, as though he traveled across the country to vent his vendetta against neoclassical architecture. Um, it's, it's, really, uh, it's, it's really something remarkable. And the, the thought that the regime press would cover this as though this slap on the wrist charge two years and eight months after January 6th, that's the other thing. The time span, we know that the feds were aware of EPS from the very beginning. On January 8th, two days after the 6th, he was one of the first 20 people put on the FBI's most wanted list. They've been aware of him for a long. It's not like this weird scenario where they just heard of him because they just happened to stumble on a revolver news piece, you know, a week ago. No, they've been aware of him since the very beginning, and they've considered his behavior so egregious as to warrant being put as one of the first 20 people on the most wanted list. They took his name off quietly, uh, literally the day after our second big piece on federal involvement in January 6th. So it's uh, too little. It's too late. We all see it for what it is. And it fits this pattern of almost unimaginable incompetence where if they were smart, the, the Epps case is so bad for them. It's like the worst thing they could possibly talk about. If they were smart, they would do everything they could to keep Epps out of the news cycle, period. They wouldn't re-up him in our consciousness and remind us of what a sham January 6th was with desperate attempts like a misdemeanor charge almost three years after January 6th. So the, the amazing thing is, is, he said he came to uh, Washington because he was a big Trump supporter, but he didn't attend the Trump rally. He, he was at the Capitol uh, before Trump even finished his, um, uh, his uh, speech, and he was already appeared to be preparing the way for the entrance of everybody into the Capitol. Is that true? Absolutely. It's, it's even crazier than that. So... In this piece I'm talking about that's at the top of Revolver now, we go through his entire workings the evening before. Then the next day on the 6th, keep in mind, Trump didn't start speaking. He wasn't set to start speaking until noon. We have Ray Epps before 10. So over two hours before, hanging around the entrance to where the speech would be, directing people to go to the Capitol. That's where our true problems lie. It's in that direction. Spread the word. The capitals where our problems are over and over and over. And like you said, despite what he told authorities, you know, he in interviews with authorities, both the J6 committee and the FBI, he told them the whole reason he traveled all the way across the country was that his son wanted to go to the Trump speech and he was there to protect his son uh, because he had some premonition that there would be explosives planted on side streets near the Capitol. 
which is an amazing uh-huh. premonition. And the people didn't even ask him follow-up questions about the pipe bombs, which is another story altogether. But he ends <laughs> up, as you point out, not going to the Trump speech and abandoning his Not being son. with his son. <laughs> and yeah. not being his, son. his son's not and with him. Exactly. And he just happens to skip the speech and mosey on over <laughs> to the very location that just happened to be that initial decisive breach location that kicked off the entire event. And may I just ask you to verify at one point he's in this this mosh pit of people. He's not only not with his son, it appears that he has four protectors or sorry, eight protectors with him, four behind him, four in front of him, kind of clearing the crowd so he can get up into the front of the crowd. Is that right? Um Yes, I'm aware of what you're, the, the video that you're saying, and I can say generally that, you know, his, his initial moniker uh, for researchers into this was crowd control because he was so proficient at controlling the crowds, being in the front lines, organizing movements of people. And again, there's compilation video. He's a Where's Waldo figure throughout the whole day. He's everywhere. He's directing Mm -hmm. people. He's organizing the crowd. He is a naturally commanding presence. And it's pretty clear. It's clear this is not his first rodeo. He's been around Mm -hmm. a long time. And in some other contexts, I might say he's a very impressive figure. He's he's kind of a, a badass dude if you look at some of his pictures from you know his history as a marine and so forth but he was he was everywhere and there's there's actually another piece of funny footage that's in this piece i mentioned that's pretty rare of this is on the evening of the fifth of the crowd saying you're not going to do anything you're not going to storm the capitol because he's telling people to go into the capitol in one clip he actually says we need to storm the capitol and He's listening to these naysayers, and he has this grin on his face like, I know something you don't know. He puts his hand up, and he flaps his hand in the kind of talk-to-the-hand motion like, wait and see, kid. <laughs> wait and see what happens tomorrow, which is uh, it's amazing. pretty amazing indeed. Uh, all of his, um, uh, all of the reports, I mean, the love puff piece from the New York Times, if I'm not mistaken, made him look like kind of almost a feeble old guy without his wife. He, I mean, he's not a strong figure. He's, he's just a guy who was misguided by, I mean, the, the excuse they will give no one else, including grandmothers, he was just misguided and misled by some very bad people. No, and it's really amazing. And another, another data point that's worth, worth, worth noting that gives a sense of just how aggressively the system is protecting him, not just the regime media, but people like Adam Kinsinger, the director of the J6 witch hunt, um, and even the DOJ and figures in, in the FBI, to give you a sense of how aggressively they're protecting him. Um, it's little spoken of that he was actually had a leadership role in the Oath Keepers, which is the most right. demonized and heavily prosecuted militia group associated with J6, at least until the, the recent Proud Boy sentencing. And um, 
we have footage of him hanging out with Stuart Rhodes way back in the day in Arizona, just hanging out with him at marches, at a, at a memorial service, at a brunch service. And so it could be the case, it probably is, that he, he had left the group since. But nonetheless, the, in, in every other context, anyone who is remotely associated with the Oath Keepers, the press and the charging documents make a huge deal of this involvement to the point of extreme exaggeration. And yet here we have a guy who on paper would be the perfect poster boy as the villain for this insurrection. The guy in camo gear with a Trump hat telling people to go into the Capitol, who is a leader in the Oath Keepers, where there's video of him hanging out with Stuart Rhodes, who was next to Tario, got the biggest sentence in J6 for seditious conspiracy, and yet nobody even talks about that. It's not mentioned in the charging documents. It's completely kept out of media reports on Ray Epps and so forth. So that gives you a sense of how aggressively they're defending him. And you're right. The New York Times did a puff piece on him. 60 Minutes did a sympathy segment on him. It recently came out in a transcript of Stephen D'Antuono, the head of the FBI's investigation of J6 in in D.C. He was asked about Ray Epps. He said, quote, I feel awful for Ray Epps. (laughs) And then there are follow-up questions. And this individual who feels awful for Epps, the head of the FBI's investigation of J6 in D.C., who feels awful for Epps. This is amazing. He was asked. Um, Darren, thank you. you. Go ahead, quickly. Yep. He said, have, have you seen the video of Epps? And he said, no, (laughs) no, no, Darren, uh, thank you so much for everything you do at Revolver News. I'd like to have you come in and maybe we do a a special on just what you know and all that you've gathered on Ray Epps. It's just go to uh, revolver.news and you will see the uh, lead story is on all of the videos. And it's it's pretty amazing. Um, Thank you so much. Now, the reason why this is important is I'm not saying that he's a fed. I don't know. But I don't know why they're passing him by, because if you believe like I do, the people who were actually instigating and organizing and breaking windows and doing violence, those people should go to jail. So, wait, why are the people that are trying to throw everybody in jail taking this guy and not throwing him in jail and giving him a severe sentence? I don't know if it's because he's a Fed. I just know I want actual justice for all involved. So the question remains, why is no justice being done here? Our uh, sponsor is Goldline. If you are like millions of Americans singing the Bidenomics blues right now, your family budget isn't just tight, it's suffocating. In 2022, Americans saw the most significant drop in real median household income in 12 years. What this means is you might have gotten a raise, but it's not keeping up with inflation and prices. So what do you do? This is going to be something that gets worse and worse over time. High inflation is devouring. We're we're talking about a 7.8 real inflation rate. Highest we've seen since 1981. With all the turbulence around and what's coming, please, if you have things that that you're saving for your retirement, 
please, please consider putting a portion of that into gold or silver, and Goldline can help you do that. Um, right now, for every full ounce or of fractional gold eagles purchased, you're going to receive one free 10th-ounce platinum St. Helena Trust Series coin. Don't let this pass you by. Call them now. They're waiting. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, okay, Douglas Brunt, Megan Kelly's husband, written a great new book. Um, it will be talking to him coming up in just a few minutes, right after the top of the hour. Uh, also got to get into the illegal alien situation um, that Joe Biden has completely, completely under control. Uh, do you know that we have limited the illegal aliens pouring across the border to just 10,000 a day in Eagle Pass, Texas? Incredible. I mean, it's it's pristine. It's, well, the border, the border is secure, uh, as Alejandro Mayorkas told us. Uh, all of that and much more coming up in just a few minutes.